Earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the My Maccas app. Value means more at Maccas. Welcome to the Maccas Run. Yes, indeed, on this uh, King's uh, birthday, uh, the Demons home uh, narrowly over the pies at the MCG, uh, the charging magpies. Gee, I reckon if they had an extra one or two minutes on the clock, they probably would have done it again. Uh, Collingwood, quite extraordinary that they um, just had that ability to go down to the wire. But huge win for Melbourne. They needed that. A couple of losses. They were falling off the pace of the top two, Port Adelaide and uh, Collingwood. Needed to announce themselves on a big stage. And... We know it's a much bigger day than uh, just uh, the footy itself. Once again, an amazing amount of money raised for motor neurons disease, all the sliders, uh, the inspirational uh, Neil Denneher. It's, it's, it's hard, isn't it, not to be sort of emotional on a day uh, like this. He has defied uh, logic that he's uh, still with us. Uh, we don't get to hear him speak anymore, but his presence is uh, felt by so many, and whether it was Melbourne or Collingwood fans at the MCG today or just footy neutrals, uh, those going along, you cannot help but be inspired by the man, the cause, and maybe in 20 years' time we do have a solution that we don't need the big freeze at the MCG. But uh, well done to everyone. one uh, 736 736 our little Maccas run leading up to the first serve. We'll pull apart Roland Garros after 8 o'clock and... Uh, celebrate uh, the victories of Novak Djokovic and uh, Igor Fiontek and, of course, the Sporting Capital up after uh, 10 o'clock uh, tonight. We'll take you through uh, some of the best of the day. But the Harcourt's open line is certainly open, one 736 736 If you want to jump on the Temper Techs, the all-new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here, 433398. 1116. There's just a couple on the text that came through as I was just talking to Jared uh, and... Uh, Sam on uh, Sports Day around uh, Novak Djokovic. Uh, Jason Brett, the best three tennis players I've seen in Novak. Uh, Nadal, Roger, the next two below them, Sampras and Agassi. Uh, Jason from Mirrelbach. Love Novak Djokovic, especially because he refused to uh, give his bodily autonomy to any government over the COVID injections. Well, he has won plenty of fans uh, for that. I'm going to read an interesting article, as I said to uh, the guys from the Grand Slam magazine up after 8 o'clock. Uh, how does Novak stay in such good condition, you ask? Well, here's one way. A Melbourne-based chiropractor called Steve Shason has been on his team since uh, this year's Australian Open, has been flown over to Paris to be on the team for the French Open too. Steve grew up around the corner from me in Frankston South. Good on you, Tom. Uh, I didn't know that uh, information. We might try and uh, chase up uh, Steve and actually uh, get him on to uh, the first serve. It's a, a big player box that certainly surrounds uh, Novak Djokovic. Indeed. Uh, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you want to jump on. You can talk about the round of footy, not only uh, today. Uh, called North Melbourne and the Giants uh, yesterday. The Giants getting it done uh, down in uh, Hobart. Once again, there were some good signs for the Kangaroos. Just couldn't quite uh, sustain it over four quarters. But, gee, there is uh, some exciting talent there with George Wardlaw and Harry Sheasel, or uh, as Mark McClure kept calling him, uh, Harry Sheasel in the call uh, yesterday. I think he was taking it seriously, a uh, big seller's. He thought he had it uh, spot on. Um, but uh, if they get Davies, Uniac, Simpkin and Greenwood back in that team over the next couple of weeks, and uh, maybe there's a couple of wins for the Kangaroos, uh, certainly in the back half of the season. Uh, Daryl's in uh, Donvale. He's uh, given us a call. Welcome to the show, Daryl. Well, thank you. I, um, I do think the Kangaroos are coming. I actually tipped them yesterday, which is and not uh, this week, but... Wasn't a good plan, but uh, they uh, they certainly uh, they've got something. 
um, they're coming, but it's not going to take a while, and they're going to have the good with the bad. But I actually rang about the uh, the crowd numbers. I went to the uh, Essendon Carlton game last night, sat amongst the uh, Carlton uh, faithful, and tried to keep my head down and not get it knocked off because I was obviously barracking for Essendon. Um, it uh, was a very, very uncomfortable place to sit. I've got to say, seems like Victoria but, Park uh, in the old days. Here, yeah, go on. <laughs> But the, uh, the number, the crowd number for last night was 83,638. 80, 80, mm-hmm. And uh, I was watching uh, the last quarter of uh, the Collingwood Melbourne today. Yep. And uh, the crowd number flashed up on the screen. And lo and behold, it was 83,638. And I thought, that's unbelievable. I wonder whether anyone else noticed that. So I've looked it up. Anyway, at the end of the game, they uh, reposted. They obviously put up the wrong graphic, the one from last night. Gosh. The crowd number, though, funnily enough, was 83,560 or something like that. It was uh, it was within 100 people uh, between the two games, which I thought was uh, was pretty darn close anyway. But uh, the Carlton-Essendon game just shaded the Melbourne-Collingwood um, game, even though the Melbourne-Collingwood might the one during the day that gets all the hype on the public holiday. So this rivalry round uh, concept by Carlton and Essendon, it might just have some legs, I reckon. Yeah, no doubt. Good on you, Daryl. Thank you for your call. There's certainly, I think the aim is to try and build that like uh, the Anzac Eve uh, game with uh, Melbourne and uh, Richmond. It's perfect, isn't it? Sunday night, public holiday the next day. Uh, go along to uh, the footy and I mean, the crowd numbers have been uh, exceptional this year. Uh, I, off the top of my head, I, I think how many games over 80,000? It might be half a dozen uh, more, somewhere around that mark. So people are certainly getting to the footy. But if you're just catching up, Melbourne today, getting home despite the inaccurate kicking, 8 18 defeating Collingwood, 9-8-62. Set up by uh, their third quarter, uh, the Demons, where they were able to uh, really get some ascendancy, but uh, left the door open for uh, Collingwood late in the piece, that goal uh, for Nick Dacos, and then they just couldn't quite get the territory from the bounce to maybe have uh, one last shot, but uh, not the end of the world for the Pies. They've had an incredible uh, two years, so just a small uh, little uh, blip. Uh, Greg, is uh, out on the road. He's given us a call on the Harcourt's open line. Welcome, Greg. Uh, g'day. How are you? Going well, Greg. What do you got for us? Uh, just, uh, just want to ring up and talk about Mason Cox um, and his, um, you know, and his actions at the end of the game. I thought it was pretty pathetic, to be honest. Got to learn, um, you know, everyone's lauded Collingwood this year and they've been a great side and they seem to have played the game in good spirit. But for him to do that at the end of the game and not and to not lose graciously and to carry on like he did with Petrarca, I thought was pretty bad. I don't know. I don't know if that's something you do in American sport, um, but it's definitely not something we do in Australian sport. We lose graciously. Well, Greg, we're not really privy to the conversation that went on. It's a, a combative game. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen during a game. I think Christian Petrarca may have made the comment post-match that what happens on the footy field stays on the footy field. So he wasn't really going to share uh, any of that. Uh, but things happen. There's niggle, there's banter, there's uh, it's verbal warfare at times out there amongst uh, you know the physicality of the game. Uh, full stop. So obviously something uh, prickled Mason. He took displeasure in it and he wanted to keep chatting about it further after the siren. I don't think it's the worst look in the world. It's uh, it's a tough game out there and you know things are said. Uh, you know, often I mean it's a far cry from the old days. Uh, when uh, we had uh, a lot more going on uh, with uh, less cameras. But, yeah, I don't think it's... 
uh, the end of the world for uh, Mason to um, have a conversation and show some displeasure. Uh, good on you, Greg. Thank you for your call. Uh, Ron is in Cornelia. Ron. Hello, Ron. Got Ron there? Probably about Jack Viney. Um, look, I'm a teacher and kids say, who's your favourite player? I always say, Jack. This guy's never made an All-Australian yep. squad, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... He stands up in big games. In 2018, when he had that bad foot injury and we came and played Hawthorne, he was just about best on ground. He's never been in that conversation with Track and Gorn and Oliver and May and Lever as, as our A-graders. But I have... And he flirted with going, you know, to Geelong um, in 2020. I just have the utmost admiration for him. He's not a great kick. He's not great on his right-hand side. But, you know, very few players um, go in as hard as he he does, I and mean, he'll be in our top three BNF. If, that, if they stop counting today, it'd be him, Track, Oliver, and probably Gorn. Oh, look, no, no one can dispute, Ron, uh, the competitiveness of uh, Jack Viney. I mean, we know uh, Todd Viney was a uh, an, you know uh, great competitor, uh, playing on the inside, uh, you know, prepared to wear the blows, physical, you know, strong around the source of the ball uh, to either uh, win possession or to set up others. And as you say, I mean, he's not the beautiful penetrating kick of some of the others in the team, but his ability to win contest after contest has been the hallmark of his uh, career, hasn't it, Jack Viney? I mean, he uh, he could never leave the footy field um, doubting whether he's put in 100%. I mean, sometimes you won't always get the execution right, but the effort uh, is always there and internally there's no doubt that Melbourne think extremely highly uh, of uh, Jack Viney, appointed as a, you know, a young captain and uh, had to uh, navigate that as well, um, you know, in a group that was developing and went through some really hard times. So he's seen the bad times. He's seen uh, the really good times. And, yeah, he's uh, he's obviously integral to Melbourne if they're going to uh, somehow win a second premiership in, in three years. I'm keen to, wear, I'm keen to see where people think Melbourne are at. Um, I think no doubt... They're a, they're a contender, but how far off the mark are Melbourne? And there's a bit to play it, isn't it? I mean, Collingwood obviously have got the front running. I think we're more convinced about Port Adelaide than ever before that they could genuinely win the premiership, but they've still got to get it done in finals. So there's a lot to play out in this uh, back half of the season as uh, teams uh, jockey for spots in the top four and uh, the top eight. But today, Fridge kick three, Viney, Smith, Grundy, Neil Bullen, and Van Royen hit the scoreboard for Collingwood. Two to Lipinski, one to Chris Harrison, Cox, Hill, McCreary, Majacek, and also Nick Dacos. But uh, Viney, of course, uh, getting the honours with the BOG uh, today. Uh, um, May was terrific down back. Uh, Fritch is the is the goal kicker who looks most likely inside forward 50 for Melbourne. I think that's, that's still an issue. You kick eight goals, 18 in, in big finals. Is that going to stand up? Melbourne's still trying to work out... Uh, their best combination inside forward 50, but they're a club who is uh, not alone there. We might squeeze a break in. We'll come back with some calls on the other side and we'll go through the news of the day. But those numbers for Jack Viney, the 32 disposals, 19 contested, the one goal, seven score involvements, 11 tackles, six inside 50s. He can put the foot up on the couch and I'd be very, very happy with his day's work. Earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the MyMackers app. Value means more at Maccas. The Maccas Run. The Maccas Run. Live on your home of sport, SEM.
Indeed, on a Monday night, of course, a new season for the McSpicy Range at Macca's. Get amongst that. You can give us a call, 1300 736 736 on the Harcourt's open line. Or if you prefer to uh, slide us a text, temper text 0433981116. First serve up in the next uh, 13 minutes. We'll uh, dissect Roland Garros and the world of tennis across a couple of hours. Sporting Capital up after uh, 10 o'clock uh, tonight. But uh, keep your thoughts coming in. Matthew has been good enough to hold for us during the break there in Wonturner. Welcome, Matt. Uh, yeah, hi. Um, I just wanted to say what a great game it was today and also last night. I just wanted to get your thoughts, guys. If they could carry the uh, big freeze into the um, Essendon-Carlton game, like I didn't see many people last night with the uh, big freeze beanies. I was just wondering if they would um, carry that sort of from last night into today, but like do their own sort of thing like Essendon-Carlton. I think it's got a bit of merit, uh, Matt, a bit like our Anzac Day sort of goes across, you know, three or four days. Yes, there's Anzac Day itself, but we acknowledge uh, the Anzacs across all the games. Maybe it could be uh, the Beanies and the MND cause right across the whole round. I think there's certainly uh, some merit in that. I'm not sure what the final figure, I know, I know they're aiming for around about $2 million to try and raise uh, today. I think uh, halfway through the telecast, they said they were up around a million plus uh, but obviously, it's pretty significant. And yeah, I think it's certainly a great cause. I mean, everyone gets behind it today, and why not uh, make it the entire round? What about the footy itself, uh, Matt? What did you make of uh, the teams across uh, yesterday uh, and today? Uh, yeah, I thought. Um, yeah, I thought last night was uh, pretty good for uh, uh, obviously Essendon. I mean, they're playing great football at the moment. I yep. think you know Carlton. Obviously, you know Carlton. You know, un- under Vossi will probably. You know, real lift. I think they need to just, you know, take time and that. And today's game, yeah, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I thought it was close all, all round. And um, yeah, I think the D's, you know, really took it up to Collingwood. And for the first time this year, I think someone's beaten Collingwood. So that's really good. Yeah, they needed to step up, didn't they, Melbourne uh, today, and uh, make uh, a statement. Just one uh, from Adam on the text. Uh, thank you, Matt, for your call. Essendon fan, really excited by what we are building. Uh, really need the big body tall defender. Reckon that Wietering would be keen to play finals and join uh, the Dons. Who knows uh, what might happen in this uh, fluent uh, transfer of players between uh, clubs. Adam, uh, we might have a quick listen to uh, Brad Scott speaking after the game last night and that crucial third quarter when the Bombers were able to break things open. A lot of the times when you get those really tight first halves, it can break open in the in the second half and... You know, we, we just, it's pretty simple really, we, we, we thought it might break open and, and we had to be, you know, fierce in the contest early to, to make sure that if it did break open it was on our terms and we thought Carlton had the game on their terms in the second quarter, um, you know, they, they dominated you know, quite a, a few parts of the game, so yeah, we, we, um, we kept it pretty simple in terms of the system that we want to play and, and got to work at the contest and got some reward. Brad Scott speaking uh, last night. So that MND telly, Big Freeze 9, uh, over $2.5 million uh, raised, which is uh, absolutely uh, brilliant. Just some of the other news of the day. Keep your calls coming, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 The Muller Pickett situation is a, it's just a sad uh, uh, bit of news to wake up to today. Granted bail in Perth Magistrates Court uh, has been warned he could face more prison time if found guilty over burglaries in which... Hundreds of thousands of dollars was allegedly stolen from uh, safes. He appeared in court today on 12 charges, including four rounds of aggravated burglary, three counts of stealing and three counts of criminal damage. So WA police remanded 
Pickett in custody on Sunday, alleging he was involved in uh, commercial burglaries between December and uh, January. So on the back of uh, that great win by the Tigers and the part he has played the last two weeks in their road wins, that is, uh, that's not a great story to wake up to. And, and former Richmond star Basha Hooley, of course, recovering in hospital after being involved in a very serious car crash on Sunday morning. He rolled a Jeep on a, uh, a private property up uh, sort of around... Uh, the Victoria, uh, New South Wales uh, border. He was taken to Albury Hospital with a, a broken pelvis and uh, shoulder as well as a punctured lung before being taken to Melbourne where he does remain in a stable condition. So our thoughts are with Basha Hooley, certainly, and his family. Uh, Riley's uh, out on the road. You want to talk the Bombers, uh, Riley? Yeah, first of all, BP, I'd like to pay my respects to uh, Richmond. It's been a tough, you know, day or so. Yep. Um, Essendon need to temper their expectations, I think. I think we've been good, but, um, you know, I think going forward, I think the bottom half of the eight is probably what we should expect. And um, moving forward, maybe maybe greater things. What do you think? Oh, I think he no doubt has put his stamp on the team. They're a much better organised team defensively. And Brad Scott was always going to bring uh, that to the table in terms of setting the ground up so they... They couldn't be as heavily scored against as they were under Ben Rutten, where the floodgates would uh, certainly open. Uh, they seem united as a footy club. Exact Merritt's leadership has gone to another level, and they're getting him behind him. They're in a, as I think Zach made the uh, the comment uh, last night. They're in a position they haven't been in uh, for quite some time, with the eight wins inside the eight. Where it goes from here, it's you know hard to totally pinpoint where they're going to land, but. Maybe they're doing enough uh, right now with their brand of footy that could actually see them return uh, to the finals. Uh, Richmond's uh, Ryan Mansell will front the tribunal on Tuesday night for a bump that left uh, Fremantle wingman James Aish with uh, concussion. So that one's gone to the tribunal. Port Adelaide defender uh, Lockie Jones has a broken jaw. He'll miss the next month of the season. He suffered that injury late in the Powers win against the Bulldogs on uh, Friday night. And uh, Zach Butters, how good. Taylor Walker, 10, Ton Taylor and Nick Martin all polling a uh, perfect 10 votes in the AFL Coaches Association votes uh, this round, which means that Zach Butters has taken an outright lead in the overall standing. 73 votes, Nick Dacos on 63. And, of course, the votes for Melbourne and Collingwood uh, to come uh, tomorrow. Zach Butters, how good. Connor Rosie. Jason Horn francis it's a good team to watch uh, Port Adelaide right now. Can they actually win the premiership? That's the question that a lot of us are asking. And we were debating this on AFL Nation yesterday. And as people of the school have thought that you've got to sign Ken Hinckley now, how can you not sign Ken, who's won 10 in a row? But my firm view is you keep the powder dry here. Ken's been around long enough. They know each other well enough, the parties. If you appointed him now, they went out straight sets in the finals or fell short again and make a prelim, does that warrant another contract? Because Port Adelaide's been there before, making prelim finals, getting into finals, but never got to the big dance. Maybe Ken himself, who obviously is heavily invested, loves the group, but sometimes that doesn't mean you're going to go on forever. You might just know that it's time for a change. Who knows how that'll play out? So I think it's just let it roll on. Let's see where it lands. Clubs have gone too early in the past and it's come back to bite them. 
Uh, that's my view. Uh, anyway, that's my two cents worth. Uh, the first serve is uh, coming up in five minutes' time after the break. We'll uh, pull apart Roland Garros. We'll talk some tennis. Love you to jump on the Harcourts open line. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736